Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remembering unusual times it can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride, cause everybody needs a climb. So set your worries to the side. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jess, uh, we are dinner partying it up. I have cooked you a four-course meal. Do you want to hear what's in the courses? Yes, please. Okay. Course number one, we got drama. Course number two, we got an ex-boyfriend coming up unannounced. Course number three, how about some kissy-kissy uh, and catchy-catchy? Not me and you. But... <laughs> catchy-catchy does sound like some yeah. kind of meal. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. a mahi-mahi. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, who knew it was going to happen, but it did. And then what do we have? Number last. Yeah. <laughs> a potential friend, <laughs> friend breakup who knew it was gonna happen i did not <laughs> and that's my four course meal of misery i will never get over number last like literally <laughs> ever in and my life do you have an appetite for destruction always <laughs> yeah okay so now i i've i've proposed this meal it's a meal for two but guess who else is coming to dinner Yes, we are. Of course, we can't just have dinner, just the two of us. That wouldn't be fun enough. We needed a third um, just to balance out the meal, you know. Um, So joining us, our friend and yours, uh, constant contributor, usually after the fact, uh, the wonderful Tom. Tom, how are you? Uh, So I don't want to be ungrateful because you two are lovely, but uh, is Graham's here? Because I I think I was promised a Graham's. Uh, yeah, that's the most important. Like, is, Jess, is, she, is she back there somewhere? Honestly, Audrey being obsessed with Grams is like kind of the most surprising thing I've ever seen. Like, why does she care? Why does she want to meet Grams? She was promised to Grams, Jess. 
she's very upset about it um tom i just have to i just have to applaud you on what an excellent choice of an episode to be a guest for this episode is so fun yeah this this one's a blast uh i mostly remember it for the risotto but uh had other good things too yeah i do love the title too sarah i feel like this title actually lived up to its name appetite for destruction yeah season five of dawson's creek has been very strange with their episode titles honestly i wish that we like almost didn't pay attention to the episode titles sometimes but nonetheless do you not want me to tell you them from now on no i mean we've been doing it for five seasons so changing it up now would be a little bit weird but um i I feel like the fact that you knew tom was coming on was more of an indication of how good the episode was typically typically but like you know what it is it's it's kind of like um upcoming attractions like oh like kimmy's coming i know shit's going down like this it's not like shit went down tom just chose a really good episode (laughs) i think shit went down she kind of went down she kind of went down but it wasn't Uh, like blow up like mitch is dying like yeah it wasn't breakups makeups all that yeah virginities are being lost like it wasn't like quite like that but in terms of like quality of content top tier yeah i picked an episode i knew i'd love to rewatch, and i avoided any death or virginity talk so, so i feel good about that yeah what a win yeah this one um this one is so much fun there's just like there's so much happening i also think um because it is essentially a bottle episode where we're spending the entire time at grams for dinner i feel like that always leads to more shenanigans and as they mentioned about a zillion times in this episode it's very rare that we get the whole crew back together all the creek creeps in one place one locale mm-hmm. um you know getting into drama yeah i think like that's why i really liked it because it once again we talk about this all the time on shit 90 shows taught me because the 90s shows really love to do a bottle episode Mm -hmm. right and typically those are really high quality episodes because they're very character focused and the one example that jess and i always use is the friends episode where the lights go out and they're all like hanging out together right or is it the one where they wear all the pants I don't are you know. talking about friends? <laughs> Did I not say friends? It's there is, a, there are yeah, no pants. It's shirts. It's not pants. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know what Joey um, does. Those are two different episodes. One of those oh. is the blackout, and one of those is both, the one where no one's ready. Right. They're both bottle episodes. They're both I think, bottle episodes. I think, yeah, but like, I think like uh, they're both known to be really good episodes. It's because like they're all together. We don't have to switch between scenes all the time. It's not whiplash. We don't get stuck into boring content. I was watching this and I was like, this is high quality television, right, Tom? Yeah, I I do think bottle episodes, like, I know the reason they do them is usually like budget. Oh, we can't, we don't have time for all the sets. But like, they're almost always really good in pretty Mm -hmm. much every, like, I'm thinking more community. Uh, You got the purple pen which is yes. top tier. Uh, there's a Breaking Bad episode that's very famous that all takes place in is just like fly? one point. Yeah, The Fly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think because you like you put all your characters together and if the characters are good, they're going to, you're going to get smart just having them all together. 
Especially because in this episode, it's like, okay, we're going to light the fuse of everyone's going to find out about uh, Dawson and Jen. And even though they've had like an extra day or whatever in New Hampshire to kind of figure what they're figure out what they are to each other, it's still so new and they weren't expecting to have this revealed. So it just leads to like chef's kiss, Pacey's Mm -hmm. kiss of like a great episode of television. All while Pacey is just trying to make a nice dinner for everyone, which we'll also get into. Um, love this episode. Tom, what are your thoughts on season five so far? I mean, it isn't two or three. It's not the seasons people love of Dawson's Creek. But how do you feel about it? Yeah. So I think prior to shit 90s, I was uh, I was a little bit lower on season five. I'm a big Pacey and Joey fan. And so, like, the seasons where they're highlighted are more highly regarded. I know Sarah wants me to just let go of the wall, but I will never let go of the wall. It's not just (laughs) you. Okay, to be fair, the moment that I let go of Witch Island is, like, we can do, like, an equal compromise. Like, you let go of the wall, I let go of Witch Island. I'm not ready to let go of Witch Island. It was even mentioned in this fucking episode. And And then you can let go of the wall. So as long I'll as never let go of the wall. Okay, I'll never fine. Let go then the I'm wall. never gonna let go of Witch Island ever. Because uh, great things happened there. And the wall was amazing. But season five, even though uh and it's it, I feel like it kind of comes up in this episode. Like Pacey and Joey are sort of just acting like they're completely past their relationship. Like it's they've like almost it seems like they've forgotten about it, which is um maybe something that some Pacey and Joey fans um, don't like. But for me, I'm like, okay, that's that's fine. We can move on. And the drama in season five is pretty good. And Audrey is obviously just a breath of life into this show. Oh, she's um, such an angel. So, yeah, I yeah think we, do have, we do have feedback. Quickly. We do have feedback to go through later in the episode that gets into a little bit of the, the Joey and Pacey, like, did they forget they dated? Mm, um, it seems like it. <laughs> um so but yeah is my positivity rubbing off on everybody is that what it is if i just keep yeah saying, you know what sarah you great. should be applauded Thank for you. making everyone enjoy this really good Thank episode you. of dawson's creek okay. all the credit to you oh, okay. none to the well, actors i thought none to that writers. you were really giving me props <laughs> but i guess not I'll, the way uh, again another reason we need this on video the way Fa- sarah's face fell when she realized i was being sarcastic mm-hmm. um okay also i previously mentioned that busy phillips has a podcast uh and i listened to it for the first time oh, oh. yeah how is it i will listen to it that one time yeah it was really good <laughs> And uh, and away we go. You want to talk about? Uh, Let's talk about appetite for destruction, season five, episode ten. Um, so we start things off in the kitchen. It's Graham's kitchen, and we have PC, Joey, Jack, maybe Audrey, um, kind of prepping the meal for the night. Everyone, it seems like PC is now the Danny, and he is like giving everyone instructions. And no one in this fucking room has heard of risotto. Okay, thank goodness, because if I was going to come in here and you'd be like, oh, like, it makes sense that they don't know what risotto is, or, like, I've never had risotto, then I'd be like, Jessica. But I've made risotto. Okay, great, because it's not as uncommon or sophisticated or, like, 
high brow as we're saying it's not like it's lobster thermidor here no okay so tom risotto is like it's like annoying to make but like it's not unheard of and joey like works at a restaurant for- <laughs> Oh, I totally forgot about that. Her sister is married to, or her sister is with Bodie, who's like a professional chef. Like, yeah. And, and then, like, Audrey's like supposed to be kind of fancy, like, fancy her, I think and she's rich from, from California. She, yeah, yeah, she's and from so California. Is Jack. How does she Jack, not know? Yes, and Jack is supposed to be a um rich, like a rich, like country club yeah. kid. Like, why yeah, do they yeah. pretend like they don't know what risotto is? Yeah, I love this. Uh, I love Joey's just like, um, it looks kind of gummy. And Audrey's just like, what gives with the fancy rice? And he's just like, it's risotto. And here's really? the thing. Risotto yeah. is a pain in the ass to make. Like it, it takes a lot of attention. You have to constantly stir it over a long period of time. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I love Audrey, who's just like, you know what? I thought that we were gonna bond. And so I thought we were gonna like have a pizza, do some manis, like have a great time. Um, but I really feel like I'm gonna make fun of Pacey a little bit this episode simply because. He is trying. He's such a tryhard, Tom. Like, he's just like, no, we- oh my gosh, I would not deign to have pizza in this kitchen. I must cook risotto. <laughs> and I do think I do think maybe part of the reaction to risotto is just to uh, mess with Pacey. I think mm. I think they, they're all like, yeah, we're just going to fuck with Pacey. That's in this fair. Episode. <laughs> and we're just going to call it fancy rice. Fancy rice. We're going to force <laughs> him to serve raw chicken. Uh, we're basically... I can't we're gonna get into that because I was actually <laughs> upset I was yeah. very deeply upset by this it's kind of funny because now that you mention it I remember when um my fiance went to chef school back in the day and he or culinary school and he was like like everything he took cooking so seriously and he was like very like frou-frou about it and it kind of like does remind me of that and then I always had to be his sous chef and we've cooked we used to do risotto on Valentine's Day and then somehow I got stuck on stirring duty which is not fun that's the worst duty to have yeah it really is and I love how like Audrey Audrey's one of my favorite lines from Audrey in this episode is where like Pacey was like, oh, did you chop the whatever? And then onion, yeah. The onion. And Audrey's like, oh, you actually want me to do something? Like, I thought you were just giving me like a little job because you're never... wanting me to feel included. I've such a good line. I've literally never thought Audrey was more like Sarah than in that moment where she's like, Oh, you like actually wanted me to do this? I thought you were just trying to make me feel like good. Like yeah. you actually wanted me to chop this onion. Like, yeah. ugh. Mm-mm. No, yeah, that that does it, it really does feel not that you don't like cook, me. but more like you would think that someone would give you a task just to make you feel like, yeah, it's like, not I'm like oh I actually have to do this little job. Mm, <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. Like I'm totally fine just sitting here at this table with my uh playing cards yeah obviously uh, Audrey is the MVP of the episode like always obviously um but yeah so the whole idea is like oh we were supposed to have these weekly dinners and we've not been doing it so now that we are gonna do it Pacey's gonna like go all out um Mm -hmm. and they find out like oh yeah like um Jen and and Dawson have spent another night in New Hampshire they're staying an extra night blah 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 okay great um and of course right at that moment jen and dawson are getting out of the car to like go back inside um and uh and yeah they like enjoyed their little escapist adventure 
and Jen doesn't Jen just like I don't know what to say to to Do- Joey about all of this because lest we forget Tom Joey was like I'm so happy Dawson has you to help him through this <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, yeah I think you made the comparison to Dawson telling Pacey to look out for Joey and now <laughs> Joey's telling Jen to look out for Dawson uh, and like, so they get done yeah and the, at the end of the episode I think Joey even mentions like I was kind of like glad to get Dawson off my hands like yeah that was interesting yeah joey i think i mean joey wants to be with dawson at this point in the in the show but she sort of doesn't want to deal with like the hard stuff um and it costs i mean you got kind of got to be there for the hard stuff and jen was and she's there and dawson was like okay well i i'm i'm he he was in such a lovey place or like ready for love because he like moved to he he gave up California for love and then Joey wasn't there for him and Jen was and so I think it almost like transfers to Jen that's sort of my theory on interesting that all the love he had to give just moved from Joey to Jen yeah and I'm like I'm not I'm not saying I, I think Jen and Dawson works really well but I think like her just being there when like he needs someone is like the reason that like they're getting ah she's a warm body (laughs) (laughs) it feels so bad i just feel like i hear you're saying it makes sense but it just gives me the ick this is the love the one you're with type scenario (laughs) body implies it's just physical though but like i think oh sorry no i didn't mean it that way Yeah. yeah 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 like he is i what I, I I kind of I kind of agree with what you're saying. I would lean even more in and say like, um, Jen is what he needs in this moment. I think Joey is too close to the situation. Like we've said before, all his memories of his dad also include Joey, and I think that's really hard when he's trying to like put this out of his mind. Jen, while she was there when his dad was alive, is not as much of an integral part of his childhood, and therefore even though it is going back and repeating something that has happened before, it is less um, closely tied to his childhood, like Joey and his relationship is. And so I can kind of see it a little bit more. Um, they do have great chemistry, I will say. Um, mm-hmm. But I love Jen being like, are you proposing that, that we sneak around? And I'm like, oh my God, it is, it is Dawson. It is Joey and Pacey. All yeah. What, oh gosh, what was the four stories? Is that what it was? Yes. Like the, that was such a no, good No, that was four scary stories was the one we recently watched. Uh, no, no, no. I'm talking the about. The longest day. Longest, the longest yeah, day. Yeah, longest day. It was the but longest it was, day. Like, yes, it was told right. in four, in like four. That's what it was. That's, four, four, that's four, where yeah. the four stories are from. But four oh my gosh, that yeah. was, if you want me to get behind the, um, I'm sorry. I just I'm on HBO Max and I just saw a, a picture of the next episode and it's Audrey with like really like big curly hair in a microphone and I just want to stop what we're doing and watch that. <laughs> we have instead. to finish this podcast. <laughs> no, I don't want to want to. I don't want to. Sorry, excuse me. What was There's I saying? Um. Uh, uh, oh, something about the longest day. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll just back up. Uh. If you want me to get behind the Pacey and uh, Joey relationship, then give me the longest day. Don't give me the wall. But um, 
I, I think you're all making really good points. Like, I think that's very interesting that he said that he couldn't commit to Joey. However, he's more willing to commit to Jenna this well, moment. I think the thing is, though, is I think there's a difference because Joey, right? Look at the two women we're talking about. We have Joey and Jen. Joey yes. needs a label. Joey is not laid back or relaxed in any way. She is not cool with just... Let's just see what happens, you know? Oh, cool. cool. We're yeah, just winning. <laughs> that is not Joey. That is Jen. And when Jen says, like, oh, do you want us to sneak around? I'm not that kind of girl. Or, or she says, I am that kind of girl. Sorry. Mm -hmm. And he says, no, I think we should just enjoy what we have going on and not worry about what to tell people. There's 0% chance, Tom, that he could ever get away with saying that to Joey. Jen yeah. will go along with that. But no way Joey would ever be along for that ride. Yeah. And, like, I don't think... Dawson's actually proposing sneaking around. I think he's just proposing the date and then like they don't bring it up. Maybe they don't make out in front of Joey. Uh, <laughs> well, that and, it, and they're not like using terms currently, are they? Like it's, it well, seems like they're not. It's interesting because like every single time that they're like, oh, like, you know, you're my girlfriend or something like that. It always seems like it comes from a point of lightness while uh, Joey puts so much weight into this type of stuff, into titles, that it really means something significant. Um, so I do think that they're considering each other together, but there's just so much of a lightness in it. Like, I at the end of the episode, Jen says something along the lines of, like, oh, like, that's, like, information only, like, a boyfriend is privy to. Yeah. So, like, once again, coming in lightness, this is playfulness, and that's what Dawson needs. He needs something fresh and fun. And yeah. um and and has a lightness to them, and those three adjectives does not describe Josephine Potter. Yeah, I do think I do think at the very least at the end of this episode, they I would say their boyfriend and girlfriend they've defined their relationship, but DTR, they did it in like yeah. a they did it in, a, in exactly what Sarah said, like in a light way. They didn't have like a oh, am I your boyfriend? Am I your girlfriend? And then what Joey would have done is spend the entire episode like angsting, Ugh. probably giving him the cold shoulder until they finally were like, I guess what this is really about is what are we to each other? Exactly. And <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. So they, true. They're like getting fan footloose and fancy free. They get inside. <laughs> Dawson like does the whole like, I'm going to push you up against the door for oh, you. So make out. I like it. They, sexy. They have good kiss chemistry. And that's why I think it's interesting that um, Audrey was able to clock it right away. She's just like, this is not like some little peck. Like there's some sort of something behind this. Yeah. Yeah. Audrey and Jack both I immediately were like, oh, they've been banging. Um, yeah. I think I think Pacey knew too, but it was like what wasn't like a hundred percent sure. Yeah. And then I think Joey like suspected, but was like, no. No, I think Joey was full on head in the dirt, not even thinking or head in the sand, couldn't even contemplate it. I do love um, the way this scene is shot makes me crack up because we see them come in kissing and then we get like one by one, the characters like enter and see it. And Audrey has this little eyebrow raise <laughs> of, and then she just says, um, Pacey made rice. <laughs> <laughs> Did she say rice or fancy rice again? Uh, she just, just said rice. Just time. rice. Yeah. And, uh, and so then everyone's in the dining room and so they're all this kind of like eating by candlelight, like just kind of picking at the food. And Pacey's just like, listen, it wouldn't be this gummy if people ate it right away before it had a chance to coagulate. 
I think what I love about this episode is I feel like everyone does have like a clear goal in this episode. Uh, Audrey obviously is is there to find Graham. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Dawson basically has to like make sure he's good with both Jen and Joey. And then Pacey's goal is just to make a good dinner. That's all he cares about. He's just trying to get a good dinner. And it's and, and the thing is, he's pretty he's pretty intricately involved in this love whatever shape. Cause there's like a whole there's several angles to it. I think I think it's even more than just the four because uh Jack was like, in there at one point. It's, it's like very a Pentagon, confusing. it's like a really weird orgy situation. And I think I think Audrey's starting to hover around a bit. Uh but Pacey's just like, ah, oh, forget all that. I just want to focus on this dinner. I'm just going to make a really good dinner. That's <laughs> all he wants. Yeah. And so, like, Jen apologizes. She's like, sorry, we didn't even know people would be here. And Dawson's like, yeah, we didn't even know Pacey would be, like, cooking. And Jack is like, oh, they're already finishing each other's sentences. And literally, Audrey takes that moment to, like, throw food on her shirt and be like, oh, my God, would you look at that? What gets out rice? Joey, I need your help. She's so subtle. I just love that about her. So subtle. The um, most over-the-top thing of all time. So funny. Sarah, if you felt like me or Jess needed to have a, a talk, would you would you be willing to throw risotto on your shirt to, like, be yeah. like, oh, we need to go clean it up? And okay, yeah. The thing is, is that, like, you would think that I would be, like, very, like, oh, I don't want to get stuff in my shirt. But, like, I am a larger chested jewish woman like everything is on my shirt anyway yeah no matter how much i try to not be a sloppy bitch so yeah like there's probably five other stains on my shirt anyway yeah, as much as i Audrey, wish there like, wasn't smushes it in too at the top <laughs> too and so she brings joey into the bathroom and she's just and joey immediately is like subtle audrey <laughs> she's like well i know you need some girl time like aren't you at this moment like resisting to grab the butter knife and grind away at your wrist and okay first audrey that's like a little over the top <laughs> but joey's just like <laughs> a little over the top. <laughs> just a smidge um but joey's like no i'm fine like you've just caused a whole scene and audrey's like we're not missing the dinner of the century which like poor pacey <laughs> he's trying so hard i actually it just like reminds me i've tried to have like i love the thought of a dinner party i love the thought of like cooking for my friends and having them come over and then serving them and taking care of them and i've actually had a like a christmas party or two where i did cook i had like a full-on meal and it's just so stressful it's so stressful and it never works out how you want it to um, I feel like I could handle this though. There was only like six of them. Six feels casual no, enough. No, I. It doesn't matter because it, it. It just. It always is because they people come early. And you're like, no, like I still need other shit to do, and you're like running and around the work. kitchen. It's a lot. It's a lot. By the way, how do we feel about Graham's place being the hangout for these for these calls? This fucking place, Tom, is huge. <laughs> how is she affording this Boston place? With an attic. With an uh, attic! Like an attic that you can totally live in. You could bang in. I, I, you yeah, could bang I, in it. I, I do think there's some implication. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. 
Um, but I do love because like Boy Meets World, obviously you get the when they move to they go to college, you get that you get the new the new set that's gonna be the hangout, yeah. place, which is the uh Jack and Eric's apartment. And I love that in Dawson's Creek, the new hangout place is Graham's. I kind of prefer Joey's dorm to Graham's house, if I'm being honest. Like I There's feel like not... Joey's dorm is more like a college setting, like a proper mm. college setting. They need a couch in that dorm. You know, there you can't really just hang out in their dorm. Everyone's gonna be sitting on your just beds. Lounging on the beds, yeah. I don't know. Um, Do you really want people sitting on your beds? I mean, I don't know, but I also don't want a dorm room. So I mean, would you rather I mean, would you rather hang out in a little dorm room for, for two people or in yeah. a mansion? In a mansion. Oh, it's more Boston. that I it's not which I'd rather hang out in, it's which I'd rather watch. I'd rather watch the dorm. Tom, did you dorm? Uh, first two years of college, I did, and uh, I would say, I would say that, that even Joey and Audrey's dorm is still bigger than my yeah. experience. Uh, it's pretty like large. It smaller. Um, I will say, my second year, I had like a couple of different roommates, but they all like, uh, they all had like other issues going on, so they would like moved out within like like a couple of weeks. So I mostly had the dorm room to myself the second uh, my second year, and I was like, I'm not a roommate person. I'm not oh, a roommate no. person either, Tom. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> so I moved I, uh, after my second year of college. I moved out and got a studio apartment. What um, balling? You you got your own studio apartment? Studio apartment just means small. <laughs> 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 I do. Okay, but still, I think like but still you like are paying apartment. rent on your yeah, own. And that's great. Um, yeah. Uh, and obviously that was much smaller than Graham's manner. Yeah. <laughs> the ridiculous size of this place. And so so Audrey is just like, listen, this isn't first week, Audrey. This is December, Audrey. I'm wise. I've been studying your people for a great <laughs> many people. months. And I know how it works. She's like, you know what? I know what casual kisses look like. And that was uncasual. Um, I love, oh my God, just Audrey's lines are so good. She says, honey, I know that you're just this nice country girl who grew up on a stream <laughs> Oh, that, that was my favorite line. It sent me. It, she grew, grew up, up on, on a stream, stream on or a stream. whatever. It's like, oh. a, I love Audrey being the bitch who doesn't know the show is called Dawson's Creek. <laughs> a nice country girl. <laughs> I want to know who wrote for Busy Phillips because you know, like, this is a very particular voice. Oh, no, I like to imagine Busy Phillips wrote this for herself. She's just her own writer. <laughs> She's, this is all ad libbed. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, Busy Phillips. Like, everybody else will have lines, but you can just say whatever you want. Yeah. Maybe well, I shouldn't have roasted her podcast because then I could have asked her myself. Yeah, now it's too late. <laughs> no. You said it was really good. It was really good. Uh, after you said you were only going to listen to one episode, but you did yeah. say it was really good. Um, yeah, it does feel like the other five characters are all, are all in Dawson's Creek and uh, Busy Phillips or Audrey is just there making fun of Dawson's Creek. Yes. She's like, what show am I on? I thought she, it's like she thought she signed up for a different show where people were going to be like partying and like having fun. And instead she got the like shitty dramatic one where it's like, <laughs> oh, these people are so incestuous with each other. Where are the other cool people? Do um, we think that uh, she's officially a Creek creep now? Is she I, I feel pretty good about her being a creep I agree. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. We allowed Andy and Jack in as creep creeps. I think it was the fact that I needed her to hang out with everybody, which now she has, and now yeah. I feel good about initiating her into the creep creeps. Yeah. 
Um, uh, and now that she's in the creek creeps, is she going to get involved in the incestuous love oh, no. triangles? I was getting vibes, but also like I just don't think that she would do that to Joey. Like her and like Pacey were like tip for tat, but she's very a, a very loyal bitch, and I yeah, just don't yeah. see her doing that to to Joey. Mm-hmm. She was nagging his rights like a lot. I think that, yeah. <laughs> that might have been the rule number one of flirting is neg the rice. Yeah. Um, so she says, Joey, <laughs> there were relations were had, clearly. She said, scantily clad and possibly fully naked relations. Um, and Joey's just like, yeah, I don't, I don't have a reaction. And it's like, oh, come on, Joey. So Jen gets up and she's like, I'm going to go see if there's something I could do to help. And Audrey's like, yeah, I love a new shirt. I would love to borrow a new shirt. Yeah. What is Jen doing? Like, come on, Jen. You know, you know that this is. She knows what they're talking about. Like, you know that you don't really have, I don't think like Jen did anything wrong, but also I think that she is very self-aware and she knows that she does not have a place with the girls right now, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, do you think this was like they're gonna eventually like decide to bash me and I'm gonna break up this conversation? I'd like oh, I, I don't idea. like this conversation happening. Like was Could that be. It was I it- think she's more just like, yeah, I think she's wanting to like make it seem like, oh, it's not a big deal. Um, when it obviously is a BFD. So yeah. um, but meanwhile, so her and Audrey go to get a new shirt. And so then we just have the guys in the dining room and Pacey immediately. He's like, Dawson, come on, man. And Dawson's like, come on, what? Like, oh, Dawson, I liked you for like a single episode. Just spill the tea. Just spill. Just be like, why should he? These boys have done nothing. Nothing to earn his trust. No, it's not even that. It's more that he's just like, what? It's like, oh, but he No, no. I have learned there's this song. From the new Taylor Swift album, oh, I called I knew. Dear the Reader. That she's like, there's the song. Is I'm this, like, she's gonna fucking gonna say a, Taylor Swift. Is this gonna be about a sexy baby? Is, no, is, it's not. It's not about the sexy baby. Can someone explain to me the sexy baby thing. Oh, okay. I don't understand I do why that actually was want me to explain it to you because it's actually really smart. And you Can might you, just, okay. Like okay. I want to spend the, like less the than long and the short. less okay. than one minute on this. So Taylor Swift. Number one, there's a couple of things. Number one, she's very tall. She's like six foot tall. So that's one thing to do in mind. Number two, she's extremely famous. So the line itself is sometimes I feel like everybody's a sexy baby and I'm the monster in on the hill, too big to hang out, slowly lurking to your closest city, pierced through the heart, but never killed. So she is saying that everybody around her is like normal people, but she's this big giant movie star and or music star and she can't really hang out with everybody else and then part two or another interpretation is that she's saying like everyone's like tiny around me and i'm just like this giant amazon woman that takes up like a lot of attention and like everybody's like little and cute and young and i'm just like this monster and i think like it's really relatable for people that are tall or for people that struggle with their weight and have like a bunch of skinny hot friends and you're just like well who the fuck am i i'm just this fucking monster on the hill 
I think the more babies. That's the thing. The (laughs) issue is the phrasing of sexy baby. I think that's where I'm like, why? Just do you say something else? I don't I don't know why exactly we've landed on sexy baby, but once I think about the interpretations, I'm like all for it. I'm also a huge Midnight's apologist, and I won't say anything bad about the album at all. So that might be very biased. There you go. What I wanted to say is that in the song dear reader she says that um, i thought we no we're not moving on to other songs <laughs> but she says like what's like you know your secrets are very valuable and just because they ask you doesn't mean that you have to answer and i feel like I these don't... are the things that are really sticking with me these days like just because people ask you questions doesn't mean that you have to answer and that could be for oh. a lot of things that can be like hey like you know, Sarah, stop asking me how many times I have sex in a month with my husband. Like, you could say that to me. I think my problem isn't that Dawson does, doesn't does Sarah, immediately. I don't need. To, I, I don't need an answer to to that question. But I need to. I need to know how many times Sarah asked that question. She's me. never <laughs> asked. I feel. I mean, like I. I mean, you I hint I, around I, it more. Than I you hint around asked. it a lot. Like um, I think it's. But also, if you have to ask me, I think it's very healthy to talk to your friends about your sex lives. But that's a different story. Yeah. Not on a podcast medium. Anyway, um, I don't expect Dawson to be like, oh, we banged all night. Like, I don't expect him to say that. But, like, the fact that he's acting, like, so coy about everything is like, come on. I love Pacey being like, first off, eat your risotto. Second off. (laughs) But it's gummy as fuck. I don't want to eat it. He just wants them to enjoy the risotto. That's all he wants. I love how that's the first thing on his mind. And so again, yeah, they're they're asking like they want the details, right? And um, and he's just like, Oh, I don't have anything to share. And Pacey's like, Yeah, sure. You've been staring at that bathroom door. Like, come on. I know you're concerned. They're talking about him. Yeah. Um, and Jack says, I don't think Joey's going to mind a little kissing unless, of course, something more happened. And I, I do love, again, I'm not saying Dawson should out and out say anything, but I do love the Pacey Jack dynamic in this scene. I think it's kind of fun that, like, yeah. they're the ones who are talking and Dawson's kind of just sitting there. <laughs> they, yeah, they, it's, they're it's acting like they're in this non-virgin club and they're like oh I, we've sent we sense like something in the force that Dawson is finally joined club. Us. Yeah. finally has finally joined us I Welcome sense a non-virgin this. in the room yeah welcome to the club Dawson mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, basically basically it's kind of I don't know it's they were probably waiting like a little bit for him to like join the club they want the deets which I understand but also Dawson doesn't jo- like owe them anything at all no, he doesn't owe them anything. I do love how he's like, I don't have time to talk bases with you. I'll be right back. And I love how both of them are like, did he say bases, plural? Oh, yeah, <laughs> more than one. I mean, Jack Jack knows. Although I will say, Jack like says like he knows the look. And I'm like, okay, but how do you know the look from Jen? Because in the time you've known Jen, I, I think she's only had one person. Oh, Henry. <laughs> Henry, well, she, no, no, she's Charlie. Charlie. What's his face? Charlie. Charlie. Yeah. Henry and Charlie. I, mean, I guess I guess we're not sure about Henry. I don't think that they had sex. She had sex. I don't know. Maybe she no, did. They did no, have sex. She did. That was the whole thing. Was um, it? I don't remember. But yeah, they talk about like the difference between the way a virgin and like uh, a person who's had sex looks. Mm. Um and so then we get to the Joey and Dawson conversation where they're and I, I do love how this episode is structured where there's always like there's the kitchen the bathroom and the dining room and there's always like there's always different conversations happening in each of these rooms 
Mm. Um, and so Joey is in the kitchen um, and uh, and she's just like, listen, I'm fine. Like, uh, you know, seeing you kiss someone, it was always going to be a little weird, but it makes a lot of sense. You and Jen getting back together. And Sarah Dawson is just like, oh, I hadn't thought about it as us getting back together. Like, I'm assuming the way he means that is like, oh, it felt like it's something brand new. But like you've dated before. I was thinking that he's not thinking of them together at this point. I think that he's just like loosey goosey. Like we're just like hooking up and they're all thinking or Joey, because she thinks in terms of relationships and we already know that she has a hard time with like casual sex, like wrapping her head around that. So I think that he was like, Oh, I wasn't really thinking about us being like a couple at this point in time, because they're at this point, they just wanted to like sneak around a little bit and have fun. And I think like Joey's coming out and it's like, oh, you guys are back together. Like you're a couple now. Not like, oh, you guys are having casual sex, you know? Interesting. Tom, how did you read the way um, Dawson said I that? I kind of thought more the way Jess did. Like I get what Sarah is saying, but I think, I, I mean, I don't think he's like super stressed about labels, but I do think if you asked him, is Jen your girlfriend? I think he'd probably be like, yeah, I guess. I mean, but like, again, light, but like, sure. Yeah, she's my girlfriend. But like I, I do agree. I don't think he's like, oh, we're we're back together from that relationship we had two years ago, which was like a, a messy Dawson. And they were in high school. Play. It was very yeah. different. Yeah, like it was yeah. a different. It was before. I think you know what I think part of it is too is Dawson looks at his life at this point as like before my dad died and after yeah. my dad died, That's and because point. the Jen stuff happened before his dad died, when he had like a much more like innocent view of the world. Um, I think he views it as like a totally different time in history. And I love the way he's explaining this where he's just like, listen, it took us by surprise. Like I got out of the house and like we were at this film festival. Everyone loved the movie and they put us in the honeymoon suite. And but I have to let you know, Joey, that everybody loved the movie. Like everybody, like everybody, everybody loved really it. Loved they the clapped. Movie. And they I clapped and they were like, you're amazing. You're a great couple. And here's the honeymoon suite. <laughs> just want you to know, like, especially everybody loved the movie. And I do think this is maybe like really pedantic, um, but I do think there's sort of like a difference between when you're with someone and then you break up and then you get back together. It's like, oh, it's like still like a continuation from the relationship. And then when you break up and then like time passes and then yes. you start like a new relationship. I'm like, th th I know that's, it's like the same thing really, but no, but it, it's been years. Like yeah, it feels different. They've dated other people. Like a lot has happened in between when they originally broke up and now. And I don't even consider their original relationship really or an original relationship. They like, dated. I guess so, but they were like such sloppy messes. I don't know. They were babies, but they still they dated. Were. They were very they much were babies. babies. <laughs> they were um I mean like, <laughs> And so Joey says, Oh, well, what's the big deal about this conversation? We're just talking about a kiss, right? And then she realizes, like, oh, I should have known, like, you two, the way you walked in together. I'm the last person that uh, you could call naive. And yeah, what does that mean, by the way? How is she the last person? Like, Joey, I, you're the most naive person ever. If you were to rank these six people, I think Ooh. Joey would be the most naive. Oh, okay. Are you, are we pro ranking naive people? Yeah, let's, I mean, let's rank these six very people, quickly. Like, very quickly. Yeah. I think I Joey said Dawson at the top, but now I would yeah, put Joey at the now top. Now so Joey. And then, then I Dawson. Think, then Dawson. Yeah. And then I would 
I, 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 I actually disagree. I think it goes by how sure they are that this this the sex happened. Like I think <laughs> I think specifically that in, I, I think Pacey comes in at third here because he's like he knows, but he's like not a hundred percent sure. Like even though he's like had mm-hmm. a bunch, like I put him at third. Maybe I slot Jen at four, Jack at five, and then Audrey is like Audrey knows everything. Audrey knows that yeah, would Audrey's be my ranking. Naive. But uh, obviously, if you think, do you think Jack's more naive than Pacey? Um, I think he's Not had generally for I me. I think they're kind of in the same. Yeah, I don't think tier. neither of them are naive actually. Now that yeah. you mention it, I think they're in a similar tier. Um, and so yeah, so she's Joey's just like, listen, we don't have to make this into a thing. Like, I get it. And so it's again it's very awkward. Um, and so we cut back to the dining room. <laughs> um where pacey's just like listen it's time for the second course and joey's just like listen should we just call this a night and i'm like you fucking assholes he's enslaving away in the kitchen <laughs> and you want to cut the night short i feel i feel so bad you're right he just wants to cook everybody a nice meal and then so pacey's like okay great like i'm gonna go get the rest of this and then it's like yeah joey audrey and jack immediately get up to go help him in the kitchen is the most obvious awkward thing ever oh is this the part where everybody's in the kitchen except for dawson and jen yes that is very rude it's ridiculous and uh they're immediately like yeah so they they know um and jen asks how joey reacted uh and she's and he's like like joey <laughs> which is so funny uh he's she's like is she upset and he's like she is and she isn't that was um, so on the nose to be honest with you it yeah. is just like joey she is and she isn't she says that she's not but you know that she is like it's so joey yeah it's ridiculously it's it is it's it's just like joey to be acting like this and jen is just like yeah she told me that last week she couldn't think of anybody better to take care of you than me but i don't think this is what she had in mind i wish that we did get a call back in this moment where like dawson was just like oh no you shouldn't say that you shouldn't say that that's that's kind of i mean but that would require them to remember that uh joey and pacey dated yeah, <laughs> and in season five, they're like, eh, we're we're gonna forget about that for, for yeah. forgiveness. Yeah. Um, and but Dawson says, Listen, I love those people, but like I'm happy with you, and nobody else gets to weigh in on that. Dawson being very mature in this moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, I know I I know I said that this relationship happened because she was there at the right time, and maybe that sort of undermined like my thoughts, but I'm very pro this relationship. Like I think, I think it's, I do think it's sort of a, a ha- because of the timing and because she was there. Like, I, I, like, I think the circumstances like worked out to go this way, but now that they're together, yeah. I, I, I think this really works. And it's, it's, it's better than any relationship Dawson's been in for sure. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, yeah. I mean, her, them, uh, Gretchen and Gretchen her. was very mature. But I think it's funny. It's like, oh, how the tables have turned, Dawson. Where, like, when it was Joey and Pacey who were, again, I know they were sneaking around and everything is a little bit different, but they were sneaking around and not telling anybody. He's like, oh, it's a big fucking deal. But when it's Dawson. No, 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 no. It was the fact that they were lying about it. 
Yeah, and to Dawson's credit, he's like, I that really I did not like how you dealt with it, Joey. So I'm gonna yeah. deal with it differently. Uh that's how thought- he that's that was literally the moment that they were lying and sneaking around with it changed Dawson, in my yeah. opinion. I think that and changed the way that he reacts to things in the future. Cause he from then that point on, he was like, That fucked me up. And I didn't like that. So from now on, I'm being honest. Well, I think the interesting thing is we don't know how he would have said anything to anybody because he didn't get the chance because they got caught before he got a chance to say anything. So I'd be curious to know like what would have happened had he not been, had they not been caught immediately. But I I think, I think honestly what changed Jocelyn the most is like the death of his father and like it changed his outlook on everything. I think that it was... I think this whole year for him has been an evolution. I think that it started with the fact that Doss, that Pacey and Joey started hanging out. Then I think Gretchen helped him grow a lot in that relationship that helped him mature. And then I think that what ultimately was the shift in like, you know, it was, of course, his dad dying. I think it was, like, those three factors. And, like, we've mm-hmm. been on, like, the Zen Dawson train for, like, one mm-hmm. and a half seasons now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's Go- all of these factors that are contributing to that. Yeah, going back to season three in the longest day, like, he found out and he reacted bad. Like, you remember the end of season three, Dawson. He was terrible. Everyone mm-hmm. was making fun of him. He was like an 80s villain challenging Pacey <laughs> to a boat race. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he did oh my that. god, the boat <laughs> race! Iconic. He, so I- bad. he like crashed into people and he's and like, then, I don't fucking care. I'm gonna kill like, everybody. And that all led up to the classic Dawson crying, Jeff. Yes. And then after oh, he let it all out, after he broke down, had his that was like his rock bottom. Yes. Then he was like, okay, she picked Pacey. I need to move on. And from there then on, he's been he's been on the growth. And then he also met Mr. Brooks. It was like, oh, that could have been that's the other road I could have taken. The the mm-hmm. bitter Yes. Yeah. Awesome. So he's evolved. Um, mm-hmm. I love Audrey like giving them stank eye from the kitchen um and so they're they're all in the kitchen audrey just wants to eat some chips um but yeah i love how pacey just like grabs them is like absolutely not um he's getting their next course ready and jack says this is like a little weird it's you know it's a little strange but uh but jack says that like no i think it's just just, like bad timing i don't think it's a good time for either one of them to experiment right now because Dawson's dad just died he's very vulnerable and I'm just like and I maybe I guess he's for Jen he's saying she just got cheated on maybe she's feeling a little vulnerable but it's just like okay but no one fucking asked you for your opinion Jack so why don't you shut the fuck up because I don't remember anyone asking you to weigh in on this relationship especially when you and Jen haven't exactly been simpatico lately Mm -hmm. so I really don't think you have any need to weigh in on this conversation yeah i think jack is like on the other side of the coin for me where i'm like what just happened is like why these two are getting together and he's like oh that's a bad thing because that's like eventually they're going to like uh have moved on from uh their grief and then they're gonna their the relationship's not gonna be as as good anymore and i actually think jack jack would be like supportive of jen and dawson if it was at a different time because i do think uh 
Yeah, like why? That's like kind of, I guess, my question is like, why would Jack care about this? Um, I think he's which... just so sour about the whole Jen thing. Like, I really do. Okay, but what is he? He's just sour that they're like not getting along and that maybe he she didn't tell him first like is that what he's sour about no i'm saying he's still like feeling some sort of way about jen in general and i think that he thinks jen is bad for dawson in this moment more so than the other way around interesting so he's on like the path of like oh you're going to mess up my good friend dawson yeah that's how it feels I think I'm still on the other side of it because I at the end of the day at the end of the day I know they're like going through some stuff but at the end of the day it's kind of like Jack and Jack and Jen are such a big part of the show at this point and I think I think at the end of the day he's still like on would be on Jen's side and I think he's like I don't know if this is the right thing and also remember they, they've all got sort of Dawson Joey like survivor like club where they're all they've, each, they've all been like scarred by the, the that's fair. very true Joey, Jack, Audrey's Jack. the only one who's safe at this point for now for now, for now. Jack saves yourself Audrey. have all have all suffered because of that relationship yeah. in different ways and I think he's like I think there's also a part of him who's like remember about that that's yeah like do speaking you really of really want to go down that path again um, i love her line of okay but where's grams have you guys you guys been evading <laughs> the question all night is she upstairs in the attic <laughs> where is she do you guys hide her upstairs in the attic where i mean yeah why won't they just answer the fact like where grams is is it that maybe they don't know yeah i guess like that's the, that's the thing with the creep creeps is that like and that's the thing that like everybody's always complained about them they're very self-centered they really don't care about other people outside the creek creeps and if it's kind of like oh like where's x y and z they're like we don't fucking care like do you see we are exploding from the inside out yeah yeah i love how they're like listen we shouldn't do this without grams but okay let's just uh let's just like eat quicker and so audrey peeks in the oven tom and she says is this chicken supposed to be birthing lemons like that and I fully died. I fully died yeah. and came back to life. That was great too. A great I, line. I told you I had three pages of notes that were mostly just Audrey's the best. That was definitely mm. one of them. So <laughs> for Thanksgiving women. this year, we did a roast chicken and I had to accost the chicken and I was really upset about it. Did it birth lemons? I had to put mm. lemons in it. In its and butt. The, the stick yeah. thing is. Or is it in its butt or is it in its no it's okay. but what so this is okay well the thing is jessica is that i don't I... know the anatomy of a chicken okay? okay i just know they shove the neck and like head in the body and you have to get it out they... okay okay so the the thing is is that like a roast chicken has like the big hole right <laughs> where does, the it does have the big hole be. it's not like we're eating a roast rooster so then but the the thing is is that on the other end there is a smaller hole the 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 kind thing to do is not to accost the chicken through its you're hoo-ha. So, oh so you're supposed to accost it through the head hole because it's a larger hole. hole it's like you're sexually accosting the chicken if you're putting lemons through its hoo-ha no one wants a lemon in their hoo-ha it sounds very okay. painful um going back a bit um <laughs> <laughs> where do you two think 
uh, Grams is. Because I'll, I'll let you know. You might eventually find out a little Ooh, bit date. more about Grams is up to. We're on a date. I think she's doing bingo date. Yeah. Bingo date. Or maybe she joined a bridge club. Marjong. Marjong. Could be that. No, I Dominoes. think that she's, you know. she, Grams is on a date. Um, she has a boyfriend. But they've decided, uh, Joey says, you know what? We have to eat. Let's just eat right now. I prefer my chicken raw. <laughs> I don't know what much, but I know that that's not what you're supposed to do. You're never, like, I'm sorry. This is an awkward dinner. I understand. Joey worked at a restaurant. <laughs> I mean, that, you can get away with that, right? With, um, with like, salmon or, um, like, beef. Or something like that. Yeah, you, you could can eat it like you could eat it rare, rare but you can't but eat. Not there's no chicken. such thing as fucking rare chicken. Yeah, the chicken you can't do because obviously you'll get salmonella. Salmon, yeah. Salmonella. Yeah, yeah, this is ridiculous. And so they all, you know what, Pacey's just like, you know what? Fuck all you guys. Fine, <laughs> fine. Um, and uh, and so yeah, it's, it's just too much. So Joey goes back into the dining room um and dawson's like oh do they need help and so dawson gets up and it's like what the fucking musical chairs um so joey's like cleaning up the table and uh and jen tries to say like oh you know i I did i you know i didn't plan on this and joey says i didn't assume you did uh and jen being very kind she's like you know what dawson has always been between us like I, you know, we were finally like actually getting closer and like, I really hope that like, that doesn't ruin like what we were building together. Um, and, uh, and Joey says, you know what? Uh, everyone thought I was going to treat this like an apocalypse. Um, but I'm fine. You're a good person. And that's exactly what Dawson needs right now. Sarah, did you buy this? Uh, it kind of scared me because you, I can just feel like, it's these are the words that she's saying and she looks pleasant enough but she's probably bubbling under the surface and that to me is very scary that's when people like snap and then start stabbing you yeah it's when she's like five seconds away from losing it yeah it's when you like someone and they're dating someone else and somehow you have to interact with that other person and you're like oh yeah, yeah you make the person i'm like happy that's great and but you you hate them you you hate them deep 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 to your core yeah. these two can never be friends it's so yeah sad. it's destined to be that way forever i think um, so Joey leaves the dining room and then everyone is sitting down to eat and we get this close up shot of Jack just like spinning a plate, which I guess has chicken on it, but it's cut like a piece of pie. And Jack says, oh, if I spot a vein, do I win a prize? And like, you fuckers made him do this! Exactly! Exactly! What are they doing? They make Pacey serve it up right and then they complain about it? They're the worst people. <laughs> Oh, and Pacey's like, I did serve you the cooked parts because demented as my sense of humor is, I'm not trying to unleash a health hazard. And it's like, you know what? If you had just listened to Pacey, that all Pacey wanted was to make a nice dinner and like show off his skills. I guarantee all Pacey wanted was to like, for people to be like, oh my gosh, Pacey, you've learned so much in this dinner. It's so beautiful. And all they did is like ruin it every chance they could making him serve them raw chicken. Yeah, and then be like, you're a shitty cook. <laughs> There's like this, um, this chicken sucks. Ridiculous. Uh, 
Jess, what I relate to is because we both uh, DM a bit uh, for D&D. It's like when you've got a session prepared and you're like, this is what's going to happen. They're yeah. going to do this and this. And they do like something completely random. And then they're like, wait, why? What? what is and then they complain about it. And you're like, <laughs> it's like, you did this, you little fuckers. This is your fault. <laughs> yeah, no, they did this. They did this to Pacey. And uh, so they asked asked Austin, like, oh, how was the film festival? How'd it go? And he says, I was afraid it was going to be a hee-haw production. <laughs> that line, I don't know, it killed me. But he says, New oh, Hampshire. yeah. Yeah, New Hampshire. <laughs> uh and so he he's like oh i met a guy who goes to school in boston and there's a film school there i was thinking of checking it out um and he and i like this for dawson where he says like you know what having a purpose feels like it'll be really appealing to me and so joey's just like oh so you're gonna end up in boston after all and i could just see the wheels churning in mm -hmm. her head yes like, this motherfucker is now gonna move to fucking boston <laughs> and it just felt like i don't know i felt a way about it but what does she expect? She knew, like, he's been hanging out here. He wants to be close to his family. Of course he's moving to Boston. Yeah. Joey, there's uh, two more seasons. You can't do two more seasons of a show with your main character on the other coast from you. Yeah, you Joey. In the same city. Shouldn't you know? Um, and then this is where Audrey takes the entire plate of barely cooked chicken and dumps it on her lap. <laughs> not subtle at all not like oh no i dropped the whole thing she picks it up and dumps it on her lap and she goes oh no not again it's so insane it's insane <laughs> that she does this god and man not again uh so joey has to leave again and Joey says, maybe we should go over a game plan. And usually in these situations, the one who needs to talk is the one who freely hurls food on her friend's <laughs> I love also how she's like, I'm just trying to be cool, calm, and collective. But you're the reason why it does not make me look like I'm chill about this. Yeah, Joey doesn't want to look like a delicate little flower. And Audrey says, well, why aren't you? Do you have no soul? Just a black, black boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh and so audrey is again i okay i love i'm not gonna say anything bad about audrey because i love her but mm -hmm. what i will say is i think in this moment you need to go off of the vibes we've said this before uh, i think we said this in boy meets world you gotta go off of the vibes of the person who should be having the meltdown so if joey isn't freaking out i think you gotta play it cool until you could talk to her later if she's freaking out and seems like she needs an out give her an out but Joey is just like, Audrey is the one, Tom, who is pestering Joey with like, well, how do you feel about him moving to Boston? Like, what are your feelings on all of this? And Joey's just like, I feel fine. I, I want to hear what Sarah, because I'm, because as we all know, Sarah is Audrey. So what would, <laughs> I would hope that I'm a little bit more subtle than Audrey is. However, any subtlety that I now have is definitely something that i earned also i would say so this is oftentimes people are saying sarah like what does eggy mean that is not oh, a word it doesn't make sense audrey is acting very eggy right now like she's like not playing it cool um and i think that 
a part of me is like sometimes I do get like a little eggy about things. On the because- bright side, you have a cell phone now, so you would just be like, "Hey, oh, bitch, you okay?" Is. That's what it is. Thank you. That's exactly it. Actually, yeah. There's a lot of times where like, I, and this is like not the best thing to do, but a lot of the times, like me and my friends would like text each other while we're like across the table from each other. But also, we've gotten in trouble for doing that before. Like, well, also like. uh everything's online so like you can be in a zoom call and you can just uh send it or a discord and just discord dm from sarah yeah. hey are you okay when well yeah <sighs> i mean that's also that's also we do that but i'm thinking back in like when you actually see people for dinner tom mm. you know remember yeah. remember those days when <laughs> those we used days to when you saw go out person. and yeah. see actual yeah. people yeah we you would text your friend across the way and then your other friend would yell at you and say stop texting about us yeah <laughs> i i, I, I yeah, I don't necessarily know if texting is actually subtler than throwing a plate of food on your shirt. It's definitely no? more subtle because you could be talking to anybody. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I so. <laughs> but then the <laughs> other person across the table is texting at the same time. And, and, you, and you can almost hear the sound effects sometimes. Yeah. That's why you keep your phone on silent like a normal human being. Well, um, tell an 18-year-old that. I oh didn't know God. better. Yeah. Um, I also yeah. think this is December, Audrey. This is on day one, Audrey. Yeah, and she, she, she knows, knows better. She knows that Joey is super upset about it, and the, and I think she's her read, and maybe it's not the right read, but I think this is her read, which is that Joey is about to like bottle this up and like have it like really mess her up, but like not say anything, and she's like, "No, we're, you're not doing that. You're gonna like at least get it out um, to me, and maybe not. You shouldn't do it at this dinner." Because Pacey just wants you all to enjoy his food and maybe just let him cook his chicken. And uh... <laughs> that's the funniest uh, thing. Like, I know that they wanted to get out of there, but like, they can do all their like stupid one on one conversations while Pacey's cooking, you know? We don't have to take Pacey out of the cooking. Yeah, they could have just moved to a different room. Um, but yeah, so Joey says, uh, I thought there was like possibilities at a certain point of us, but now I'll never know. Uh, we both thought things were going to happen, but what happened was like his dad died and I have to understand. Um, so even if this broke my heart, I wouldn't have a right to say so. And Audrey's like, you have the right to say anything when it comes to how you feel. And we, we love a queen who validates people having feelings. We really do. We really do um but joey says it doesn't matter and it's like oh my fucking god so meanwhile the doorbell rings and how shocked were you sarah to see charlie standing at the door for jen you i i really i was pretty shocked actually i was not expecting charlie to be there at the door uh it's been a couple of episodes i think it makes sense because i don't really know if we had that closure i remember i said earlier in the season like it didn't make sense for Chad Michael Murray to have like this like four episode arc or however long it was and then never be seen again. So I did think it made sense to see him again. However, the timing is just so unfortunate, isn't it? Mm. It's very bad. Although it did give us this amazing shot of uh, the door opens, it's Charlie. And then we see Dawson PC and then Jack's little head just pops out from behind a wall. Like, I <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. I, I I did love uh Jen's sort of look of disgust at seeing Charlie. <laughs> like, yeah, it, yeah, it was disgusting. It was good. Um, um yeah. 
So he's there. Yeah. yeah. Do you think this is his last episode? Or I forget. Do you spoil what? whether this is someone's last episode or not? Uh, on this, I, forget I mean, you... Sarah can guess. Like oh, yeah. we don't have to tell her whether or not it's the truth. Well, I mean, Tom's really shitty at keeping secrets with spoilers. So now <laughs> I thought it was, but now I don't anymore. Well, he does this be... all the time. Okay. It's fine. I do. What else is there to say, Charlie? What else is there to say? You fucker, they get out of here. They just think Chad Michael Murray's hot, is what it is. I don't. Oh my. Okay. Um, they do they do decide to spin him off from this into One Tree Hill, which even though it is not remotely a uh, Dawson's Creek spinoff, sort of yeah. feels like it was. It, like it, it feels like their characters though. Yeah, the, it feels like they're like you're gonna be in a CW or a WB show. Yes. We're gonna find one for you. Yeah. We're that gonna find I do one feel. For you, <laughs> like just keeps yes. getting roles where it's like, yeah, maybe this, maybe this. No, yeah, we need to I get know. your own show. Yeah, we can discuss gonna... how the conversation goes, but I don't see a world where he's like friends with these people or hangs mm. out like what else is there to say with chad michael murray yeah um well let's go to a quick ad break and then we'll come back and we got to discuss where salads belong um in a meal we'll be right back ohio ready for some quick mental health facts let's go nearly two million ohioans live with a mental health condition in the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Okay, we're back. Um, Audrey is complaining. She says, don't salads usually come first? And Pacey's like, well, Audrey, with sophisticated <laughs> tastes, we usually save the salad for the third course because it cleanses the palate. I guess that makes sense. This is bullshit. No, I want my salad first. Okay, so what we had was risotto, then, then chicken. chicken, then chicken, then sa- this is why I don't understand. If the salad course was coming, then why couldn't we do the salad course next? Thank you, and save the chicken from being raw. Oh my god, is this all really Pacey's fault? Like, should he have just been like, I yeah. need to, like I need to serve the salad first? Well, also, to be fair, I think he was cutting the vegetables when they were all freaking out. So maybe he was making the salad when they were like, "Let's eat the chicken." <laughs> but still. It's I mean, stupid. in that case, obviously the cake is already made. Like, if we're going out of order, then might as well just get the cake in second. Then Pacey can chop the vegetables for the salad. <laughs> and then we serve the chicken last. Yeah, I do think we may have just done the 180 on Pacey. Like, I was feeling so bad for him. But really, yeah. he could have... He, if he wasn't, like, so strict about he the was. different courses and where they, mm-hmm. they go. Also, there was bread with the salad. I think that needs to be pointed out. Oh, uh, so bread that could have been served in after between, the risotto yes. and the salad. Yeah, it's like a little munchy course. And then you wouldn't have to serve the cake second. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we find out Audrey didn't have a microwave growing up because her mom was afraid of radiation. Oh my poisoning. gosh. Drew, oh my God, he does this all the time. So if I'm next to the microwave, he makes me move. 
like in my computer like the microwave is like right next to my computer so like i'm working and if he wants me to work to if he wants to put something in the microwave he makes me move away from my computer like he does not let me stand next to the microwave while it's going because of the radiation and then when he lived with his parents they had like one of those like pull forward like closet holes where you put like the microwave and they always like close the, the cabinet like every single time like you can't have the cabinet open with the microwave because of the radiation but then like the closet door was closed and like the microwave was going but then you also had to leave the closet door microwave area like drew is one of those microwave people like he still doesn't he doesn't even let the dog sit next to the microwave when it's going no one can be next to the microwave because of the radiation <laughs> it's true okay that's what, um, what that's what happens anyway is that um, weird it kind of yeah, is i mean <laughs> no i mean yeah it is you can't stand in front of the microwave. Um. So anyway, uh, they're gonna eat, but they're like, "Oh, maybe we should wait for Jen. She's dealing with Charlie." And so Dawson is like, gonna go towards the door, and Pacey stops him, and he's just like, "Listen, don't be that guy. I know you, and you're ten times better than that guy. You don't need to check." So this, he's basically warning him, like, "Listen, you gotta trust Jen. Like, don't panic. Mm -hmm. Like, she wants to be with you. Like, don't panic about it." Do we think um, that Dawson was actually panicking in this situation? Like, I just feel like he didn't care for himself. He was more so like, is Jen okay? I know, but like, I don't know. If I'm Jen, I'm annoyed if Dawson's checking in on me at that moment. I'm like, give me a fucking minute. Let me deal with this fucking idiot. And then I'll be back inside. You don't need to, are you okay? I'm fucking fine. It's fine. Yeah. Like, he... Like, I get why Sarah, what Sarah's saying, because he does, he's still Zen Dawson. He comes across really well. Like, even, like, when he does have that conversation, like, he's like, oh, just casual. But, I mean, his girlfriend's talking with her ex, and he has to go see what's up with that. Like, that's, that is, like, I think Pacey's right. That is what's going on. And I think Pacey's just trying to be like, you're going to come across a certain way. Um, mm -hmm. And I think yeah. he does come across that way, but, like, in the best way possible because he doesn't come across that bad no 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 dawson just like he pokes his head out he asks is everything okay uh and jen asks like am i holding up dinner he's like no take your time everything's fine um and charlie says i don't expect you to like forgive me or invite me in for coco but he wanted so he gives her back her t-shirt her flaming lips t-shirt that's something um, that he could have just like donated or he could have just dropped it off at her, like, you know, when she wasn't home or something like that. But, um, but yeah, it yeah, seems what, like he does mention that him and Nora aren't together. Yeah. What is, because, I mean, Charlie's, I, I, I know Sarah doesn't think so, but he's a good looking guy. Yeah. Yeah, he and, is. Uh, he, like, he's an idiot, but I think he's smart enough to realize he's really botched things with Jen. And so I think it's time to move on. <laughs> Charlie, I think. I think you've 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 gone as far as you can. You've you've both cheated on her. Then you tried to get a threesome with her. Mm -hmm. She uh, left you naked in the dorm hall. Mm -hmm. I think I think I think it's over. Think. Well, yeah, especially because he's like, listen, I you know I want you to be happy. I want you to know that. And he's like, oh, maybe I'll see you around sometime. And she says, yeah, from afar at graduation. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> which was really funny. And so, yeah, he obviously, based on the way he looks and his acting, like he knows he fucked this up, right? Like, although I think it's strange. I this would feel less strange if we didn't just have the whole scene where like Nora goes to Jen and is like, oh my God, he's so annoying with like wanting to have us back, right? Like it would have felt less awkward if we didn't know that he was trying to get Nora back, like literally like last episode. Yeah. Um yeah. so uh anyway, everyone is back at the dinner table. Um, and, uh, Jen is like picking out music for the CD player. And now we get the Jack and Jen conversation, um, where, uh, Jack says, listen, let's just, okay, I can't with this Tom. He says, let's just pretend we're best friends for a minute. When the fuck did you stop being best? For I mean, I know you're like in a fight, but when did you stop being best friends? I mean, I think that's what you mean when you say let's let's like obviously we've got hostility, but like let, let's pretend like we don't and we're just and we're just best. Like I, I like I don't fault him for that. I like the the Fred storyline is uh, a bit new off because I do think I, I do think Jen is like I like I agree a bit with Sarah where Jen is so like oh uh, you're just beer guzzling with the frat bro. Like it's very she's. She's very She's poo-pooing it. I think that yeah. if any degree of interaction that Jack has with the frat, I think that Jen's reaction towards it would be the same. In my in my personal opinion, that could be wrong or could be right. I think that any which way Jen if there is something that is taking away from their best friendship then Jen is going to poo-poo it. It doesn't matter if it's a fraternity. It doesn't matter how often they hang out. I think that Jen wants Jack to be her best friend and that's it. Like, I just think that's what oh, see, it is. I disagree. I think if it, I think it's the fraternity. I, I'm no, not, I I'm not saying, so. We've had I'm not saying that so many times. Yeah. yeah I'm not, I'm not saying that it's specifically that fraternity. I think any fraternity she would have had a specific reaction to, um, but I think it's as a result of it directly being a fraternity, but, um, anyway, so they're having this conversation and Jack is basically saying like, listen, his dad just died. Like he's trying to like piece together his life. And you just broke up with Charlie like a week ago. Like this is a really delicate scenario. Um, and Jen is like getting frustrated. She's like, I know what's going on. And she isn't, she doesn't like that. He just called the relationship a little scenario, um and she's like you know what all of this does affect me um but we it would have been nicer to try to figure everything out without this intervention happening which again tom this is a little unfair to them it's not like they staged this knowing that jen and dawson were coming home they were just trying to have dinner yeah it has sort of become that where everyone needs to like now talk to them and like interrogate yeah. them about their their new relationship it's so funny because like i love how we get every single possible combination of person yeah it's very funny how they. that's why i like it because it's it feels like a bottle episode where every yeah. get different pairs and they're arguing because like it, it feels like the very truth of the matter of this conversation is that they're unhappy with the state of their own relationship with each other like their friendship yes. has been on the rocks and they're like they're arguing of like oh well you've ignored me and it's like yeah well it's a two-way street you haven't reached out to me either and i really don't like what um what uh jen says where she says i have a uh difficult to have a heart to heart with a guy who would choose a beer bong over his boyfriend yeah it's like the situation is so much more 
nuanced than that. Um, and Jen just saw it from Toby's perspective. She never really truly like had a conversation with Jack about like the actual of actually what happened. It just view it just seems like, oh, you just chose a frat over your boyfriend. Uh, when that's yeah. a very simple way to put it. Right, exactly. She she I feel like that's kind of what pissed her off almost the most about things was like how she he treated Toby. But also he was before he even joined the fraternity, the first episode of this season, he was like, I want to look around. Like, I am liking the fact that there's a lot of new guys here in Boston. Like, I've never been around so many diverse people before. Like, and Jen from episode one was like, excuse me, you have a boyfriend. Don't forget Toby. So, like, she should have been getting those vibes that he wasn't feeling the relationship, even from that 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 first episode like also like jen like maybe he just didn't like toby that much like it took him so many episodes up until the prom episode for him to even be like yeah like i think i like him like don't you want toby to get something more why do you want toby to take crumbs toby deserves somebody that really likes him and really wants to be with him yeah i never really felt that jack and toby like some of some of these relationships I could be like, okay, this could be the, the series relationship for for this people. Like uh or at least it could go on for like the whole series with a will they won't they like mm-hmm. the, the 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 core four continuing to mix around like that. I feel I that can go the whole series. Uh Jack and Toby felt like it was yeah. honestly I was a little surprised Toby showed up in season five he felt like a kind of like a Henry who was uh, yes, be, like, like a Yui. very much so like he was just gonna fall out into nothingness I wonder what Yui's um, doing right now no one no one cares what Yui is doing um, <gasps> like it's so mean because you know that Yui is in Boston we know that for a fact they have Sunday dinner every single Sunday theoretically and have never once invited Yui yeah, because no one cares about him. That's why. Um so mean. So they don't really resolve anything. You know, it just kind of is left as it is. Um, oh. And well, one other thing they do mention because that that this is like what little resolution they get is uh, she mentions you used to know how I take my coffee and like that's like the the those little things they're like <laughs> they're such an old married couple the Jack and the generation oh yeah. Like, these two know yeah. each other like they they are basically the Dawson and Joey on the other side like they the, the that's the real soulmates if you if you want to talk about uh soulmates absolutely yeah. yeah that's what they said on uh Jack's never mind um no i saw a um a cameo and Jack said um or the actor that played Jack said that they were soulmates on the cameo they, I, yeah although I also sarah i need you to not watch those cameos because you know so that's them. what the thing was so then he started talking about like he was very close to be like yeah like because the cameo was like yeah like you know like we had such a good friendship like i felt like they, we were like soulmates and then i turned it off because i was like oh because it was it was um like two seasons ago and i was just like oh i feel like they they're like talking like they're like very closely or something like that i don't know like you know what i mean never mind no i don't know what you mean but that's sorry okay. i'm acting <laughs> eggy just like audrey uh, <laughs> I just spilled some so, food on me i gotta uh, go 
so uh then we have pacey and audrey at the um at the dinner table and uh pacey's just like listen is the food that bad like i like i like to be in denial a little bit but is the food that this is all he cares about is the food that bad i would say Uh, probably not yeah, everyone I, this is uh the equivalent for the D dming uh jess is like other people are having drama and i'm like but was the session okay yeah <laughs> okay um uh, and audrey's like you Sarah- know what you kept it together um and uh pacey i like i like them having this little like camaraderie where they're just like you know what there's drama but it's nice to see there's someone else who's re- not ready to kill herself on the other side <laughs> like oh. we're all just like living around the drama right now yeah to not hating each other uh but uh sarah you said you were picking up vibes are you i just felt like they um i think that since i'm thinking back to even when pc had his boat party and they were very cute when they interacted there i think that if i had to be like what's the most likely relationship for audrey within the creek creeps I would say it would be Pacey. I think that they're flirty. Like, of course, like... Well, Jack is gay and and Dawson's already caught between two of them. No, but also, like, but she's... It's almost different with Dawson because, like, Dawson, like, I feel like she kind of, like, makes fun of him and he's just like, oh, Audrey, like, you're so crazy. Like, Like, but I think that Pacey and audrey do have flirty vibes at times and they have like the good banter but i'm just trying to think like okay i guess i'm playing like a little like 40 chess like what's end game here right like we have one and a half seasons left how are we going to get like our final couple to final final couple and if I had to guess right now, like I think that Pacey and Joey are endgame, and I'm not looking at either of you on the screen. So I think that they're endgame. So I'm trying to figure out like if I'm convinced that they're endgame, how do we get there? And it's like, is Joey going to be okay with her new gal pal best friend, Audrey, hooking up with her ex-boyfriend and slash like future? boyfriend husband whatever like i am trying to figure out like how that's going to work but if i had to guess like yeah they have potential and i think that it's pretty impossible for a show like dawson's creek to not let audrey date one of the creek creeps and our options right now are pacey and dawson so uh it's like the math is like mathing but I don't know. Once again, it's like, okay, well, like, where, but where does like Joey come into all this? Is this where the hot professor comes around and then she's like too busy with her hot professor? Well, we'll find out. Mm-hmm. But first, we have to go back to a super awkward conversation with Joey and Dawson. <laughs> um, oh, no. Do you want to, uh, you know, like have a super awkward conversation like while we have our ads and then come back? We already did to- the ad. <laughs> we did? When? <laughs> We definitely already did they it. They were amazing. They were amazing ads. Uh, we we like we like the ads. Thank you so much for sponsoring this podcast. I mean, if did, anything, uh, I just wanted to hear more. <laughs> I, I love when the ads come in a podcast. Uh, yeah, there's some there's some podcasts where I feel like there's two ad breaks. Uh, 
Yeah, not this one though. Not this one. Yeah, because like on post show recaps, I've I've gotten a little annoyed sometimes with Josh Wiggler because I hear his his voice like six times in a podcast (laughs) that he's not on. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, not on this one, but yeah, I love Joey being like immediately like, "Do you miss me? Do you miss being around me?" It's like, good God, Joey, come on. Not after this conversation, I don't. And Joey says, like, uh, yeah, like, when you were talking about moving, all I could think about was the distance between us and our lives used to happen together. Um, And she says, I think part of you won't forgive me for changing the future. And Dawson says, no, I'm the one who changed the future. I stayed. Uh, And she asks, for what? And he says, you know, for what? For For you, you, Joey, you dumb fuck. Good God. she She knows she needs him to say it out loud. I can't. I can't. They always <laughs> fucking riddles to each other, and it's the most annoying thing. Well, I think, I think, I think, I'm on at this point. I'm on Dawson's side in any Dawson Joey interaction where he's like, "Come on, Joey, you know for what?" I, I think, like, I don't think it was like a "you know for what." Like, you made it seem like it was kind of a "come on there." Jess. Sorry, <laughs> like, I did, no. but no, he didn't say it like that. No, like, Just on, like Joey, always adds a bit of horny to all the lines. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my fault. I uh I plead the fifth. Um but yeah, it's just like uh Joey asks what happened? How did I go from being on the corner of possibility to being nothing at all and again dawson is like oh you're being so dramatic (laughs) like you're not nothing um you deserve an explanation um but he says and i i think i agree with what he says where he's like something shifted when my dad died something was lost and part of me was hopeful that you and i could be on hold but then the path i was on it just it just doesn't make sense anymore um jen and i got out of town and it was like starting over and i think a lot of this leads credence to like what i said about like joey's just so tied to his childhood and his dad and yeah. he just he needs a fresh start yeah that was very insightful of you jess i absolutely agree with you nailed it um and so yeah joey's like but what would have happened if i would have gone and i'm like you would have fucking depressed the shit out of him joey what do you think <laughs> like, well, so i think so what i think is happening because because we like we talked about joey said yeah jen he's yours i like i think joey when she did that was kind of like i really don't want to deal with this right now i've got my own stuff going on i'm I'm studying college and i I just i'm not doing i'm not handling this particularly well so i need someone else to step in yeah i think she's like oh when i did that i kind like i think she's like because i did that uh jen and dawson got together and she's like if I hadn't done that, would we like? Would you have gotten kind of into this next phase with me? Like, I think, yeah. I think she's like she's like fig- trying to figure that out. She's like butterflying effect it or like sliding doors. She wants to know like if she made one different decision or said one different thing, then would everything be different? And you can't live your life like that. It's yeah. just like so self destructive. Yeah, and Joey's, like, being very sad sacky about it, where she's just like, oh, you can't be yourself around me. And he's like, you're hearing what you want to hear. That's not what I'm (gasps) saying. Oh, that line was so good because it's just like, that's what Joey does. She just, like, hears what she wants to hear. Yeah. People can say one thing, and then she turns it around. Like, that was, like, Pacey's, like, whole issue at times. It was just like, I am not saying that, Joey. 
Uh, yeah. She does that. She does that. But people yeah. do that. So it's okay. It sucks. But people really do. Like, they have to create their own narratives for that, for life to make sense. And I like the way Dawson explains it, Tom, where he's just like, it hurts to be around you because even seeing you brings up all these memories. And, like, I can't go backwards because it's, you know, in the past, there would, you were my source of comfort. But yeah. now it's really painful to look back and it hurts. And I feel like, in my opinion, I think Dawson for once is like being very, very clear about what he's trying to explain. And Joey is just like not really hearing it. Well, what he's saying is, is very like hard to hear though too, because it's Fair. like the guy I like, the person I, I, I'm in love with kind of, well, we can debate that, but is just telling me that being around me hurts like that. That sucks. Uh, so I can I can get that. Um, and I, I like I mean his dad died, and so like he's going through like and like things are gonna change. Like that's that's like such a huge thing to have happened, and his yeah. feelings are all different. And I do think that kind of goes back to like Jack's sort of point, being like, "Hey Jen, like he's like things are shifting, right? Like this, like you're starting a relationship when he's like going through some stuff. It, like it might not necessarily be the most uh, it- stable." foundation to start did he say that though did he say that no right you know jack inferred as much that like that his dad just died and that it's it's a delicate time um but i will say like i think it could go both ways where yes it's delicate but maybe jen is exactly what he needs in this moment you know not that she's a rebound or that he's using her but that she's providing a different source of comfort Mm, for dawson maybe he's inferring that like she's taking advantage of him in a vulnerable situation i think he's just saying like on both of you it feels like bad timing but like I don't know. I really, I I agree with you, Tom. Like, it can't be easy for Joey to hear that. I think the problem is that she viewed it as, like, a pause. She viewed this as, you know, something might have maybe was going to happen with us. And then your dad died. And, you know, I wasn't the person that was going to be able to comfort you in that time. Even though I thought I would be the perfect person, I wasn't. And so quick pause down you know give us some breathing room we'll let it lie for a little bit and then she's just walloped with oh my god now jen and dawson are together and that i thought we were just pausing she did that too she did that to dawson she told dawson she couldn't be with anybody and then she started hooking up with jack she did that too and then dawson went to her and was like what the heck? I thought that you couldn't be in a relationship. I thought that you were trying to figure yourself out. That's what you told me, Joey. I and just she... think they're not the same situation when, like, in one situation, someone's dad dies. In another situation, someone's, like, quote-unquote, figuring themselves well, the out. the point is, is that, like, sometimes you tell people something because that's what you think in that moment. And in reality, you find the right person, and they're the better person for that moment. I'm thinking, like, yeah. 500 days of summer where summer was like yeah um whatever like you whatever that guy's name is what's that guy i whatever. have no idea his what his name is, is. joseph gordon levitt joseph gordon levitt yeah 
I don't want to get married. Like, I never want to get married. And then, like, he's like, but I love you. Let's be together. And he's like, I don't even want a boyfriend. And then they break up. And then the next thing we see is that this bitch is, like, engaged. And he was like, what the fuck is this? Like, I thought that you said that you never wanted to get in a relationship. And sometimes it's just the wrong person. It's the wrong person. It's the wrong time. It's the wrong circumstance. Exactly. For sure. But once again, it's just so many parallels. And to their previous life and the the interesting thing is if it's a different show the argument that you and i can make jess is like oh they're repeating storylines but we don't feel that way which is no because cool. it's different because it's, it's different but it, the themes it's very are the different same. yeah it's very different because like the reason it's not working out is like you said like in joey's case she really did need to find herself and she needed to find some independence and everything when she said that to dawson she was telling the truth and then she just went on to date jack in this scenario it's very similar we're like yeah, yeah. dawson wasn't lying about needing space and like it's too painful to be around joey right yeah. now i think and that I really that's like- what my point was is like but to joey and then to dawson at the time it doesn't make sense because yeah. You're telling that person, I can't do X, Y, and Z, but it just means like, I can't do X, Y, and Z with you right now exactly. or you at all. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say, I also, I, I think Dawson was a little bit more clear about that. And like, his, yes. like, I think all, like, I think he was always a bit more clear about it. Oh, um, you're right. Cause she was like, oh, we'll like check back in later. And then she gave him that creepy kiss at the train station. Yeah. The kiss was terrible. Oh, that was such oh. a bad kiss. Cause he was just like you know dead fishing it and she was like it was um and i think uh to compare it to uh, and i love boy meets world but like whenever Corey and topanga broke up you knew they were going to get back together oh immediately yeah in this show like you think they're probably gonna it's never gonna die completely for because we still have a season and a half left but you're like I don't know if they're actually going to end up together. Like, cause yeah. there's, there's other possible couples. It's not like, a given. Actually, yeah. It's not, yeah. A, it's not a given. I've um, just seen Dawson happy yeah. elsewhere. And yeah. like, I don't want him to slum it with Joey. That's what it is. Yeah. So everybody is back at the dinner table. Um, they're eating cake that Pacey made. It looks really delicious. Yeah, the cake looks good. There's espresso in the center um it looks so good and pacey's like you know what it's good to hear that i salvaged something next time we do this it'll be better and pacey's like we can't we can't quit doing this now like i feel like pacey's like i need another shot at this like you made me serve you raw chicken (laughs) like please also like sometimes like being a good chef and being a good baker are two totally different things and maybe pacey is is better at baking than he is at cooking I think he's good at cooking. It's just they made him serve him raw chicken, and okay. also like they they waited on the risotto, so it got all like gross and. There were no complaints on the salad, uh, except for the yeah. timing of it. Yeah, I, I, I feel like I want to believe Pacey's pretty good. Like maybe that's I think just he's me. learned a lot. I mean, he's he at least has the basics, right? And also, I I will say because I know Jess has been making fun of Pacey this this whole episode, but I do think he's like, I think because because Pacey's not going to college, so he's he's like picking a career that's going to be his career, and like he wants it. I think I think he wants it to be more than a job, and so he's like, yeah, 
I want this to be my career. Well, and so I like actually want to do this. I think that's, I think that's where he's at. Well, that, and it feels a lot like, because then we get into this conversation about like, oh, we've all drifted apart. And it feels like Pacey is like, gr you know, his di making dinner is, is getting everyone back together. Not that he's the one who came up with the idea to do like weekly dinners, but he's just like, no, we need to do this again. And like Dawson is saying, oh, well, you know, it's very normal for like, oh, for us to drift apart, we're not in high school anymore. And Audrey has to step in and be like, um, listen, you guys are way closer than anyone I went to like high school with. So it's really amazing that you've all like kept in touch. Like maybe this is worth like sticking around for. And I think they all at that moment kind of realized like, you know what? She's right. Like maybe we should just like, I think they're just putting so much pressure on each other to like be the same that they were. Yeah. Um, and now they're, and they're, it's just different now they're in college now. It's not the same. And so I like how Audrey is kind of there to like say to them, hello, like you, you guys are way closer than anybody else who goes to high school together. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was a very nice scene. I will say it's December, their freshman year of college. It, it's not like they've gone four years and still managed to. Yeah. They have up. a lot of time to mess everything <laughs> up. You're right. Um, what do you all think? Nice. Like, at first, I thought that they were going to have a friendship breakup, and I'm not gonna. I was kind of like rooting that one on, but <laughs> are, is you that like them too? I don't know. I was just like, I'm like, yeah, like let's break it up. Like everyone sucks together, but I, it didn't happen. Is do you think that like that's where we're heading, or do you think that the creek creeps are gonna be like they're gonna get their shit together? Not neither of you can answer that question. Never mind. I'll I mean, answer. I can question. just because I don't. I don't really remember everything. But what I would say is like, I think a lot of it is going to be like they'll they're going to go their separate ways at times, but they'll always kind of come back together. Oh, that's so nice. You know, yeah. I do think. I do think we're in kind of the situation where it is a TV show, and these six people are our leads, and so like the logic of the tv show is going to force them back together to where in reality you're like um this person's broken up with this person and these two people just had a legit fight they like maybe in real life it would be more logical that, that they would have a friend breakup mm -hmm. yeah although at the end of the day i think is jack still living at graham's yes I think jack is still living at graham's yes and i think i think i'm pretty sure dawson just moved into graham's is what just happened well maybe yeah <laughs> it seems it certainly seems like it because speaking of graham's uh she comes home and I, audrey is this grand the grams you're so much cooler than i thought you would be yeah this uh little meeting i guess was everything that i hoped it would be because Grams is like, and you're the Audrey. <laughs> like, so it's like this Spider-Man meme where they're putting me. Oh my you're gosh! The Grams, you're the Audrey. Wow, it's, so, it's, so it's very funny. Why? Like, she's just so silly. Like, she's so like cute. Like, oh, I'm so excited to meet Grams. Like, wild. Yeah. And Grams is like, listen, though, I'm tired. I don't have time for your fucking shenanigans, Dawson. You're staying here. And Pacey's so nice. He gives Grams a piece of cake. Um, for her to take up to bed with her, I guess. Um, but then everyone starts to like leave. They're all like, oh, we got to do this. We got to do that. Okay, great. Yeah, sure. Let's go. Um, so everybody starts leaving. And I'm like, you fuckers. You're going to make Pacey cook this whole <laughs> fucking elaborate dinner and stick him with the dishes? 
That is very rude. I was pissed. I was so pissed for him. Yeah, it's very, very rude. Well, I think Pacey volunteers for it. I think Joey is like, I'm getting the hell out of here. Uh <laughs> Joey, Joey has some like good crying to do. Like she needs to get out. I can um, I can understand that. I think I think Audrey and Jack they basically go to a gay bar. That's yeah, I think they're they're off. Yeah, they go yeah. to a gay bar. Yeah. They end up going to a gay um, bar together. And like then we get our uh one-on-one with Jen and Pacey, of course, in the kitchen. <laughs> because we needed that. Like we needed it. oh, I really need to hear what Pacey thinks to Jen. Like that's like exactly what it is. Uh and he basically says, I'm not gonna be judgy. And uh Yeah, he, he says, like, do what you want. Like yeah. I want everyone to do what makes them happy um and uh and pc says you see you seem happy at least for the first five minutes you did (laughs) (laughs) and jen is very nice to pc and says you know what leave the cleanup duty to dawson and i and pc's like fuck yeah you don't have to tell me twice i'm out of here (laughs) well i think jen may also have a bit of an ulterior motive i think she's like let's get everyone out so i can get dawson and exactly yeah she's Uh, like yeah because we didn't see them do a single dish you know what's gonna happen poor fucking grams is gonna have to wake up and do those goddamn dishes um and he made a mess like he really used every tool in the kitchen did. I will say it is a little bit of like, we have to get every co- co- combination. But I love the Pacey Jen friendship. I think even though they had Witch Island and uh, they're trying to be friends with Benefit, I think they, they these two is, is like possibly the most pure friendship on the show where there's just no real angst ever really between them. They're just yeah, yeah not yeah. since the days of Witch Island <laughs> uh, has there been angst between them. Um, but even that was like. The, the, they tried a little bit and then Jen was just like you're into Joey what, <laughs> what are we doing yeah yeah. Um, so then we get the PC and Joey one on one which like you said it very much feels like they never dated by the way that they're they're talking um, Joey's like oh I envy your ability to see the big picture um, and she says uh, she says yeah like you knew when things were tough just to, like you needed a break and P- I love Pacey admitting, like, no, I just knew I wanted to get out of town. Like, I, di- I didn't know later that I was, like, actually going on this journey. Um, and it, it is, like, a really weird – it does feel kind of weird, Tom. It does feel like like there's no chemistry. Like, they just, like, they just, like, forgot that they're – you know what I mean? Uh, is there feedback? Because, like, we – like, if, if we're talking – Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll get into – if you want to save it, we could get into it in the feedback because we're almost done with the episode anyway, but – Because – I have a little thing to say about Pacey in season five and his relationship. Cause I, I like, I think this is him largely fronting and being like, th- that oh, might not be how the act, I, that mm. might not necessarily be how the actor is playing it or even what the writers are thinking, but just as a Pacey Joey fan and in my head canon, I think Pacey's fronting a lot. Mm. I think, I think Pacey's just like, uh, still, in, I think Pacey's, like still in love with joey but like he knows he's the one that broke it up and so he's like i'm gonna i'm gonna put that in the back burner, and i'm gonna just act i'm gonna be zen pacey um, and just act like i'm cool with everything he's kind of like like a step for vibe like everything's like a little bit too perfect with how he reacts to stuff like it was a little like too perfect when he found out that like he and or that Dawson and Joey were trying. It's a little too perfect that like he's like 
like I can see what you're saying, Tom. Like it's like he's almost like overly happy to overcompensate for the fact that like maybe stuff is brewing on the inside. Mm-hmm. Like the I show doesn't that. tell us that, but uh, no, I mean, they, they don't really imply that. But I can I can kind of see that where Joey says like, you know what? I was relieved to get a break. Um, and I thought someone else was going to take care of him. And I love PC saying, you just didn't expect to lose your place. Mm, and it seems yeah. like, yeah, like she didn't expect to lose her place with Dawson. Um, and they hug. I could, I could see what you say. Like you're saying Tom though, where like he is being like a supportive friend in the moment and just being like being what she needs in that moment. Well, um, that's what you need to do. You gotta, you know, you gotta let them go, be supportive, not be too pushy. And if they mm-hmm. come around, then yeah, like yeah. he he can't be like overbearing towards her. Yeah. Well, and he, I mean, he told Dawson like, don't when he told Dawson to go, don't go check on uh, Charlie and Jen. Like he was saying, I've been that guy, and I think what he like, I think. And again, this is me reading way too into it because well, I mean, that's what we do here. Okay. I think he's like, I messed it up and I was too overbearing. So I'm going to completely remove myself as much as possible. Anything that like hide any sense because other like a me being upset about Joey and Dawson will not help anything in this situation. And B, if I'm going to have any sort of, I like, I just can't like, he like it's, him continuing to pine over Joey is just too harmful for him, his mental state. So he's just going to be like, he's like, cut it off. Like, he's not. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it, like, it for, I know for like a lot of Joey and Pacey fans, like, it, that bothers them in season five where it's like, wait, you dated for a whole year. You're such an important couple. You're like, a lot of us think this is the OTP. What? How, how is this act? Why is this all just Joey and Dawson? Why is there no mention? But I think it's, like, an intentional thing from Pacey to just, like, remove himself, at least right now. And if there's ever a chance where he's, like, able to, maybe, like, it'll come back. But, like, right now, he needs to be away from it. He needs to not even be, like, thinking about that. Uh, mm-hmm. And it comes, and, like, it'll almost come across, like, he won't even go down that route. Interesting. So we're left with Jenna Dawson going up to the attic where there just so happens to be a bed. Um, this is so ridiculous. <laughs> like, I, I just can't. So they're they're just talking about like a like it. So it does seem like Jen says, like, oh, that it sounds like the thing that only boyfriends are privy to. And again, they don't really define anything. Um, but uh they're they're taking a break from catharsis. And Jen says, I just want to be really boring. I just want to be really, really boring. Uh, and Jen says, you know what? This room has possibilities, but that we're going to get into tomorrow. So it very much does seem like Dawson is question mark living there, um, I guess. Um, but that's that ends our episode with this, the two of them. Yeah, they were very cute. They were like flirty they're kind of like falling into one another. They're giggling. There was like a uh, hand holding they're um they're like kind of in the little honeymoon stage of love yeah not saying that they love each other but you know when something's new and fresh it's just there's a bit of excitement there it's very sweet so i know i was saying like this is just the right time but like 
Dawson and Jen, I'm very high thumbs up on. Like this, this relationship, yeah, feels very good. And- yeah, it, I agree. It works for me as well. Like, I don't have any. Like, I don't have as many concerns as like Jack seems to have. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that sometimes, like, you can just be the right people at the right time. And I'm liking what I'm seeing between them. It's fun. Yeah, it's I think it's exactly what the doctor ordered. Um, (laughs) Oh, is that what the therapist said? Yes. Oh, okay. Exactly. Bone your friends. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Let's get into some feedback here. We did get a voicemail from Temi. So let's hear what he had to say. ladies there will be an episode later this season that um confirms who is the only character who was in every episode on dawson's creek this season you'll see it you'll know mm. bye Tony, oh, you're so cryptic Tony, <laughs> i thought that i figured it out so you're Tony, what that- was that chime what is happening <laughs> maybe it's a um, morse code and maybe he gave us the answer in the beeps <laughs> yeah no Tony, i thought that i solved the case because dawson wasn't in last episode i think that pacey's already missed it so there's yeah, no I'm... way. I think it is Joey. Why don't you just give me my sticker and tell I'm... me I did a good job, Demi? Yeah, I'm pretty sure at this point, Katie Holmes is the only cast member who's been on every episode at, at this point already. Yeah, I'm pretty He's sure. going to be like, it's the creek. <laughs> oh, the creek. That's it. <laughs> the creek is the character. We've, we've gotten several episodes without the creek. Uh, it's the... in the coming attractions or in the, oh, not the coming I'm... attractions, in the, the, the song, the theme uh, song. Well, James Vanderbeek's in the song. Like, <gasps> I don't know, Temmy. Just give me the answer. I All right. We'll find know. out eventually, according to Temmy. Um, we also I got so excited. I, I, do know what he's, I do know what he's talking about, but I, at this point, okay. Katie Holmes has been, I'm pretty sure. I, I'm telling you, I waited all week for me to hear that I did a good job from you, Temi, and that was not what your answer or what your voicemail was about, and I'm really upset. Anyway, moving on, we have <laughs> Wait, other feedback. Can just validate what I'm saying? <laughs> we have more feedback from Joy. Uh, Joy wrote in and said um, the bit where we did the hostess versus little Debbie snacks on a previous episode was one of the funniest things she's ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> so that was with our friend Adam. And um, that was a ton of fun. That was that was one of my favorite <laughs> things. If we did like a year round wrap up, I feel like that could be featured because yeah. I I don't think like I've laughed that hard in a while because it was so ridiculous. <laughs> And it was absolutely organic. Like, I don't even... And but the way that you answered it, Jessica, challenge. was like, yeah, you fucking moron. Like, X is definitely Little Debbie's. And I was like, how do you know? You just, I know. just know. It um, was very good. But she also says that she's looking forward to the our rest of our coverage, especially some moments in season six. Huh. Um, but leaning into this episode, she says it's her favorite episode of the season. Um, if I squint really hard, I see a snippet of Joey and Pacey's domestic life having dinner with friends. <laughs> um, <laughs> also, she says, I've often seen season five be called the great erasure 
on account of it almost completely ignoring the fact that Pacey and Joey dated for the better part of a year and had a very deep and loving and important relationship, all to push the narrative of Dawson and Joey being soulmates back on us. Mm. Um, uh, and so, yeah, so she says, uh, say what you will about how the show treated Andy and Pacey's importance to each other, but the characters never forgot the impact they made on each other. And it's a travesty that they basically made Joey and Pacey forget what they meant to each other to pave the way for Dawson and Joey. And they don't even have them together. It's so frustrating. Uh, she says she does love Dawson and Jen. There's a softness there that I haven't seen in any of their other relationships. They're very sweet. This may be my favorite relationship Dawson has. I also really love the Jen and Pacey friendship. The moment after dinner where Pacey and her are talking in the kitchen and he's telling her there's no judgment from him is so good. Uh, and she says after Jen and Jack, Jen and Pacey are my favorite friendship. Um, and she says, I've heard y'all say that boat Pacey is your favorite Pacey, but chef Pacey is my favorite, <laughs> not because of his actions, but because I think it gives him a purpose. He's a, yeah. like a different version of Bodie and Bodie is the best. Um, except when mm. he leaves Alexander out in the cold. That's not what she I, said. I just said that. <laughs> uh, I DM Jess. I have a prediction that there is a Pacey that Sarah will prefer. Ooh, interesting. Okay. Mm. Um, and what, uh, uh, and I and I will say, like, your great erasure. I understand uh, what she what they're uh, what they're referring to, but yeah, my, yeah, my defense is, um, and you got to headcanon this, but I I think it I think like I it, like it it fits right that Pacey's like it's Putting intentional. Front. Like yeah, um, he's trying to focus the- on his career over relationships right now. He's prioritizing like, or, that. Like he's in the like, the relationship with Joey fucked him up. That was an entire season of him getting yeah. The, both of them like, it was like torture for them. Like how bad la- that relationship went, and it ended so badly. And he like he yelled at her so bad. Like he was it was so bad. bad. And he was a PC like, we didn't even like recognize. We were like, who is this? That was that was basically him yelling at Joey at prom was basically his version his version of the Dawson crying. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that oh, that's yeah. like his wet worst moment, like his rock bottom. Yeah. yeah, that was his rock bottom, and so now he's going for his Zen Pacey face. I mean, it kind it's- of like makes you think. Like, I don't know how much we talked about this, but like, how much of that was like a mirror onto his father, who we know is like not a kind person, just. We don't know if like his father yells at his mom, but we know for a fact that his father yells at him. Mm-hmm. And like I'm sure that like he saw him reacting to Pacey like this and is like, Yeah, like this is not the man that I want to be. Yeah. Like this reminds me of like the worst version of myself that I could possibly be. And that's why he was like, I need to get freaking out of here. And like he thought in his mind, like, oh, I'm getting out of here. And he says in this episode, I'm getting out of here because I just can't be in front of Joey. But what he needed was like a life and mind um alteration where he yeah. found purpose, like Joy said. And I'll also say, I think. I think he still loves Joey, but he knows how bad and like exactly Sarah, I agree so much with what you said that, that he thinks like in that moment, he sort of felt like he was his father. And so he's like, I, no matter what, I cannot go back there, but he loves Joey so much that he's like, I just want her in my life. So I'm going to do this thing where I act like I, I'm, like, I'm the best her friend and- <laughs> of hers possible. And I'm not mad at anything and nothing affects me. And if I just act like I'm like, 
that nice guy, then she's going to want me in her, my, her life. Then she can't say that I don't want you in my life. Yeah. yeah. And like, that's like, that's how like he can have Joey in his life mm-hmm. without ever going back to that is just yeah. like, it, I'm like it, the it, super friend, the yeah. everlasting supporting guy. The one that makes you laugh. And isn't that what Pacey's role is in the first place? Was the guy. He's like, I'm the guy that's like going to make you laugh. Yeah, I'm the comic relief. Yeah. Um, well, I, I, will say, I do not think this is what the writers necessarily intend. Uh, no, <laughs> no. This is exactly like in um, Boy Meets World where like I was like really trying to validate why Eric is an idiot. But who knows? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Joey also said, uh, if I was him, I'd have been more upset at how his friends derailed dinner. I don't care if it taste, didn't taste good or was too fancy. He made multiple courses and took the time on his day off to cook for them. They should have yes. been nicer. But of course, it's PC. So who cares about his feelings, right? Right? The show will bend over backwards to protect Dawson or Joey's feelings, but will use Pacey or Jen as an emotional punching bag. And it's such true. It's I could go true. into a whole dissertation on the unfair treatment of Jen and Pacey and how because they view sex in a mature but not always sacred way and are comfortable with expressing their sexuality, they're somehow immoral and deserve to be shit on constantly by the show. But that would be a much longer email, so I won't. Joy. If you ever are interested in writing that dissertation, yeah. I would love to hear yeah. it. I feel like that is fascinating and something that rings very, very true. Um, so very open to hearing more about that. Um, the last thing I will say is that when I hear you talk about your astrological signs, you also talk about your sun and moon sign. I don't mm. understand that, but I do find it fascinating. And I have no, okay. Oh my God, Joy, I'm so sorry. I have no idea if it's obvious through this email, but I'm a Sagittarius. <laughs> We love that. Thank you for reading this, and I hope you have a wonderful holiday season. Um, yeah. So, Joy, you want me just, to, yeah, you give want her to a rundown on okay. sun and moon signs, just so, so that she knows, and anybody who doesn't know. Okay. So, essentially, um, we are multifaceted people, like all of us. I think that's really unfair to say, like, oh, I'm a Pisces, so the only thing that I am in this world is sensitive and dreamy. I think that that's like not fair. That like I'm a three dimensional character and human being. So. That is why all the other planets that are in your birth chart that you can get by putting down the day of birth, the place of birth, and the time of birth will give you your full birth chart so you can learn different aspects of your life. When you're your son, your son is your main sign. That's what everybody thinks it is. Like I say, I'm a Pisces, just as she's a Leo, Tom's a Taurus. Um, that's like kind of just like your base, like who you are. Um, but your moon is your innermost feelings and thoughts. My moon sign is um, Aries. So that's kind of where I get like a little bit of my spice from. Um, I, uh, Jess, you're a Scorpio or you're nope, a Leo moon? I'm a Leo Leo. You're a Leo yeah. moon. Okay. So at least she's a Leo Leo. So she's very super Leo. And that's like your thoughts and your feelings, like your innermost self. Then there comes rising, which is your, and this is those things, your sun, your moon, and your rising are your big three. That's like your overall stuff. People talk My, about the big three the most. Exactly. So yeah. Um, my rising is Virgo. That's where my rigidness comes from. My love for organization. The fact that I'm like always doing my little organizational projects. Um, 
just that's where your Scorpio that's is. That's where my right? Scorpio is. Yeah. Right. So um, it's usually the thing that people will say, like, if you don't know someone, yes. it's the first impression they get first of you impression. is exactly. usually that sign. It's also something that I've heard that, like, in your childhood, it's more yep. pronounced and, like, eventually you kind of grow more into your sun sign. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah. so um, there's a lot of different planets. There's Mercury, and that's for communication. There's Mars, and that's for, like, your fighting style. There's Venus, and that's your love style. Yeah, so like how you approach relationships exactly. in general. So there's um, – go you can go to like any like um, cafe astrology is the one cafe i've used astrology, before you can use the app what's the app that everybody co-star. uses co-star um and they'll give you a rundown of like what your signs are and like i said like it's multi you're multifaceted that's why people are so like astrology is stupid because it's so vague it's so Unvague because if you look at your birth chart it really like lays down all these things and then it goes into a bunch of other stuff that's a lot more complicated that I'm not going to yeah. bore you Also, if you, with. you don't like astrology, we don't need to hear that you don't like astrology because we okay. do and we think it's fun. <laughs> okay. Well, and I mean, nobody's like attacking us, Jess and I. No, we, but if they do, I'm just okay, saying no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so we're a little sensitive about it to be transparent because like I myself, like, you know, I keep it to myself. Like I don't, I try to, I mean, I guess I don't. I just like don't push it onto anybody because people think it's stupid so then i just am like oh like i don't want to like share that much about it or go that deeply into it but um so jess and i have been burned before where people are like you're stupid like it's all bullshit like you know it's witchcraft well nobody said that i call it witchcraft but nonetheless (laughs) see this is where i'm turning into an audrey and i'm like talking too much i'm getting like all eggy about it i'm like oh my god eggy so anyway but thank you that's the long and the short of it if you ever want um I'm not like a professional or anything. There's professional astrologers, but if you ever want to ask me questions or ask Jess, Jess is very knowledgeable in it as well. You can always shoot us an email and we can talk to you a little about it. And we loved getting your email, Joy. I can't wait to hear more from you. I especially, I want to read your dissertation, so please do send that in. Um, anybody wanting to send in feedback, please do. We love getting feedback. Shit90spod at gmail.com. If you just want to shoot us over an email, you can go to shit90spod.com. If yeah. you want to send in a voicemail, or you could also send us a message that way. Did you uh, say a wordle? What did you a just riddle. say? Oh, a riddle. riddle. If you want to send us a riddle. Also, you could do that. Um, we appreciate any and all feedback. Um. Tom, thank you so much for joining us today. It's always a pleasure to get to chat with you, but especially to get to chat about Dawson's Creek. Yeah, this was a blast. Uh, I love this episode. I love Dawson's Creek. I love this podcast. Uh, and it was just a ton of fun. Uh, I like. I know we this was a podcast, but I honestly just thought it was like a chance to talk about this episode for like two yeah. hours. Yeah, we're just <laughs> hanging out. We're just hanging, hanging out. Hanging out. Fun. Just regular people talking two hours about a TV show from the yeah. 90s. Just Early 2000s. People. Um, Tom, what are, are you doing anything else? Can people find you somewhere? What do you have going on? Uh, not really, but, uh, PSR discord is all you can always. And I, I know I mentioned it a couple times playing D and D, uh, love having, uh, people join and playing D and D with me. Cause, uh, it's a ton of fun, uh, play with both of you have a home game with Sarah and she is, we just had our, uh, wrap up for our first part. Yes. Our first arc. Yeah. We have a lot of fun. I uh, have uh, we've talked about D D on this podcast before. Yeah, we've talked about D D before. 
Um, so that's where you could find Tom. PosherRecaps.com slash Patreon. If you want to become a, a member of the Discord community that we have, it's a ton of fun. Sarah, what do you have going on that people can find you on? Um, so I'm going to do on PSR, talking about PSR, um, with Marissa Garza and LT. We just had her on for Wednesday. No, for the Adams family, but I think they're both doing Wednesday. Nonetheless, they both are doing Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. we're talking about the entire season of Dead to Me, uh, the Netflix series. It's the third and final season. So we are going to be releasing a podcast about our thoughts on the series of as a whole and of the third season and how that got wrapped up. Um, so check that out on PSR. Uh, aside from that, of course, weekly Boy Meets World and Dawson's Creek coverage. We are um, this coming week. We're covering our very last episodes of Boy Meets World. Like we are, we have two more, part one and two, and we're we have our last uh, episode recap together, and then we're going to do a um, season recap and a series recap. And we're we're three episodes away from uh, completing our Boy Meets World coverage, which was obviously our like little baby the reason why we started this podcast in the first place so it's very emotional i will be using up all of my cries thinking about that <laughs> um and for december at the i at the very least i know we're going to be covering what won the poll which was home alone 2 with a couple of friends uh so stay tuned for that oh also i put up a poll um because because jen was talking <laughs> about like like how she thought that like basements were very scary and i was curious like what people thought was scarier on our twitter at shit 90s pod um addicts or basements and right now as of now basements are winning which i actually do agree with i think basements yeah. are scarier than attics, underground it's naturally creepier than the attic yeah i used to get a have a lot of dreams about um my home my um my like a uh, childhood home's basement like a lot oh. of dreams it was very scary um hmm. so yeah basement gang uh unite i guess uh you can find us at shit 90s pod on twitter and instagram you can find me at sarah ferguson and then uh what about you jess you can find me at the jess sterling i'm still covering community and mythic quest over on pusher recap so check out all of that um and yeah anything else i tweet out about if i guessed on anything ever so go over there to check out all of that stuff we'll be back next week with season five episode 11 of dawson's creek we will talk to you all then. Have a good one, everybody. Goodbye. Just ask. 90 shows taught me. Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online master's of social work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.